Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Welcome to K-Wave. I'm Hong Bin Jung, your South Korean living right here in Singapore, bringing you all you have to know about the Hallyu fever, or the Korean wave. And with the highest rate of cosmetic surgeries in the world and nearly one million procedures a year, South Korea is often called the world's plastic surgery capital. Some estimates have suggested that around one in three South Korean women between the age 19 and 29 have had plastic surgery. Others have put that number at 50% or higher. So why is plastic surgery in South Korea so popular? And what are, what are some of the trends in plastic surgery in Korea? Well, it's K-influencers today. And for today's guest to tell us more about the trends in cosmetic surgery in Korea is Dr. Shens, who is a plastic surgeon consultant at Shens Clinic. And he is a Korean-trained plastic surgery doctor. Dr. Shuns, welcome to the show. Hi, hi, Hongbin. Hi. Thank you for joining me today. So I believe that you received training from South Korea for plastic surgery. Is there a reason why you chose South Korea to go undergo training? Yeah. For, so for, for me, um, I was actually um, doing microsurgery at the time mm. during my training in National University Hospital. Okay. So at that time, I was actually interested in furthering my techniques in perforator flaps. Mm. Um, South Korea is actually known as the mecca of plastic surgery. Okay, and yeah. they have very good uh, meticulous surgeons who are quite versed in uh, microsurgery. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain professor who visited us uh, in my university mm. who actually had a breakthrough in terms of uh, performing perforator-based surgery. Okay. So I was actually very, very keen to learn from him. Mm-hmm. So I actually applied and, well, he did say yes, and that's how I ended up in South Korea. I see, I see. So how long have you been training there? So I was in uh, Korea for about a year. I mm-hmm. trained in uh, Hanyang University mm-hmm. um, under Professor Jong Tae Kim. Oh, okay. And while I was there, there was also another professor, An Hee Chang, who mm-hmm. was actually well-versed in breast reconstruction. So okay. I did actually learn from him as well. Mm. Uh, did anything take you by surprise while you were training in South Korea? Well, I would say that um, South Koreans are very meticulous. They are very forthcoming in, in terms of following trends. Mm-hmm. So you could actually see this, especially in uh, cosmetic surgery. Okay. And uh, you could see that they make quite a lot of inroads mm-hmm. um, into improving and honing the techniques ah. in, in cosmetic surgery. Yeah, I see, I see. So what do you think makes South Korean plastic surgery you know, different from other countries? What makes it so popular? Okay, I would say that um, South Korea has a huge number of plastic surgery mm-hmm. trainees. Okay. In a year, they, they train somewhere from between four to 500 oh, surgeons, wow. which is actually a huge number. And uh, that number is, is actually a, a good number because Korea, within Seoul itself, they have a population of around about 10 to 12 million people, mm-hmm. right? So they do actually have enough surgeons to, to service the, the big population. Mm. And I think Koreans are not averse to having surgery to right. enhance the looks and to actually get better employment. Mm-hmm. So whereas if you, if you look at most other Asian countries, when they do go for surgery, mm-hmm. they'll try and hide the fact that they had surgery. <laughs> yes. so it's, it's a very, very different culture. 
And um, Koreans, when they when they do something and they think that it looks good, mm-hmm. it actually just improves their psyche. They feel mm-hmm. more positive, yeah. and and life goes on. Yeah. I mean, But, no wonder yeah. there's like a. I mean, in Gangnam, you can just go there and you see plastic surgery clinics like everywhere, right? That's right. Yeah. So almost every place in Abgujong mm-hmm. and Gangnam, they actually have quite a lot of plastic surgeons. And then, well, while I was there, actually, my professor sent me uh, um, to quite a lot of clinics in Gangnam mm. and Abgujong areas okay. to just um, do some internship, mm. and that was very interesting. It was an eye opener for me. What was so eye opening for you there? Okay, so in Singapore, where we train in hospitals, we do not see many aesthetic surgeries being done. Mm-hmm. Most of the aesthetic surgeries that we learn from are usually from countries like the United States, mm-hmm. um, and some of the local plastic surgeons actually go to Taiwan to learn as well. Korea. When you mention yeah. aesthetic surgery, what do you ref- yeah. what are you referring to? I'm talking about cosmetic surgery in terms okay. of eyelid, facial mm. cosmetic surgery. Okay. Uh, some of these surgeries could also involve uh, liposuction mm. and breast augmentation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. So that was very eye-opening for you there. Yes, it was. Um, in the sense that they kind of like harness very different techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do that to actually reduce the downtime for patients, mm. so that they can return back to to work fast. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. And speaking of these cosmetic surgery, getting double eyelids, I believe, is one trend has that has been going on in South Korea for a long time. I believe, I think there was a saying that if you graduate from high school, that is uh, for girls, it's like your graduation gift, getting a double eyelid <laughs> surgery. So, what do, would you say are some of the trending surgeries now in South Korea? Okay, so when, while I was there, mm-hmm. uh, this was like close to 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the most common surgery was eyelid, and followed by rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty as in uh, surgery for the nose, mm. whether it be uh, nose bridge enhancement mm-hmm. or to improve the tip of the nose, what right. we call uh, tip plasty, mm-hmm. or to make the nose narrower, what mm. we call ala plasty. So okay. this was some of the other rhinoplasty surgeries that which were common in mm-hmm. uh, in Korea. But mm-hmm. even now. I think eyelids are still most common. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. most patients tend to do it to make the eyes look bigger, mm-hmm. enhance the double eyelid shape, mm-hmm. or they tend to actually improve and open the inner or the outer corner of the eyelids to make it wider. Ah, oh, I so, see. It's called apicantoplasty. Ah, oh, I see. I see. I mean, I believe that usually there is always one celebrity that many show to their doctors or their consultants at these clinics, whether it's you know. They want a nose like this one celebrity, or eyes like another celebrity. Which celebrities' facial features are highly popular now? <laughs> okay, well, back in Singapore, at least we don't really get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most patients actually come by and they they just tell me what they would like to see on okay. them on themselves. Mm-hmm. And what we do is uh, we will do some. Form of simulation so mm. that they can actually see what kind of eyelid height mm. suits their face. Mm. But if you were to just take a celebrity like uh, Jenny from Blackpink, you mm-hmm. know she's got very very natural looking double yeah. eyelids and all that. I mean, if you put it on anyone's face, it might not suit them. Mm-hmm. So we actually look at proportions of the face, the shape of the eye, the position of the eyebrow, and in relation to the other features of the face to decide how much or how thick a double eyelid to confer for a certain patient. Okay. So we look at it as a whole. Mm-hmm. And we do not try to actually follow another person's face or eyelid shape. Uh, yeah, I think I that see. would go wrong. Yeah. 
Out of curiosity, when you look yes. at Korean celebrities, can you tell what they have done? Yeah, sometimes um, it's actually possible to, to mm-hmm. tell. Uh, when you actually look at certain features, um, especially when they are moving the eyes, when they look down or to the side, you might actually uh, be able to tell very subtle oh. um, differences okay. between the two eyes mm-hmm. and whether there are scars. Mm. So for, for plastic surgeons, yes, I think it might be quite easy to tell. But for the general public, if they are not looking at these images yeah. very often mm-hmm. or, or surgeries, they, they might not actually know. I yeah. see, I see. I mean, we're on a video call as well while we're on our audio. But okay. taking a look at me, what's one thing I could fix to follow the current trending look in South Korea? Okay, so, well, that's a tough one. But <laughs> I don't think you do really need to do much, but um, I think one of the trending um, Korean surgery fixes would be to do fat grafting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do fat grafting for the forehead mm-hmm. to enhance the shape to have a very beautiful, curvaceous forehead. Okay. I think that's something very popular among women. Mm-hmm. And the other thing they actually also do is to lower the, the hairline. Oh, the so hairline, okay. Of, yeah, there are a lot of Koreans actually do hair follicle unit extractions uh-huh. with a hair transplant for the to lower the hairline for for ladies yeah so is that so to are, make the face a bit smaller yeah in a sense it kind of like enhances the overall look mm-hmm. uh, we look at proportions of the upper middle and the lower yeah. face so if the forehead is very high mm-hmm. by lowering the hairline that would actually confer a more aesthetic outlook I see. I see. Thank you for that. I mean, <laughs> but speaking of which, I mean, you're you're based here in Singapore. So, is there a lot of you know take up of Korean plastic surgery among Singaporeans? Um, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the trend, the last ten to fifteen years, um, younger people are doing more surgeries nowadays. Okay. In fact, um, sometimes the parents bring the mm. children in to actually get their eyelids done mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, in the late teens mm-hmm. or even the early 20s prior to actually getting into university. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the trend is definitely uh, improving and I, I'm seeing more patients getting some of these enhance, enhancements mm-hmm. done. If you do it earlier in the in your mm-hmm. age, is it more beneficial? Does it look more natural? I wouldn't say that, but um, if you have or rather if you would like to look better mm-hmm. and have it enhanced early, mm-hmm. well, you're going to benefit from it for a longer time <laughs> yeah. rather than to actually think about it for years and then mm. 10 years later you come in and you say oh get my double eyelids done okay. then you've actually missed out on you could have looked better 10 years mm-hmm. earlier you see <laughs> okay okay yeah. so what are some of the k-beauty trends that you're seeing among singaporeans what do these singaporeans clients what do they come to you for i would say uh a lot of them, in fact, the majority come mm-hmm. for eyelid enhancement, okay. be it double eyelid creation or to actually open the inner or outer corner of the mm-hmm. eyelids. Uh, that's probably the most most common surgery. Mm-hmm. Second common surgery that I perform is liposuction mm-hmm. with fat grafting to either the, the buttock regions mm-hmm. or to the breast or to the face mm-hmm. to actually improve some of these contours. And, and the third most common surgery that I do is actually breast augmentation. Mm, okay, okay. So, I mean, I, I believe there are still a lot of misconceptions when it comes to plastic surgery. So what are, what are some of the misconceptions that you're seeing when it comes to plastic surgery? Well, um, if you actually say misconceptions, most people think that uh, plastic surgery is to correct something. Mm. I would say that it is actually not to correct something. You should think of it as just enhancing mm-hmm. something. I mean, there are people who look really good 
but mm. if you just tweak them partially, they might look amazing. So right. small tweaks are actually important. Mm -hmm. In fact, in a in a person who ages, you also notice, for example, the chin might slowly retrude with age. Mm -hmm. So when they are much older, mm -hmm. you may might want to actually do a bit of a chin oh. enhancement using an implant, mm -hmm. and that will confer the original look again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is actually something that we can look at and and i would say people think miss kind of like uh, they they think that plastic surgery is is actually a waste of time it's just to change the whole look yeah but i would say it's to maintain the look mm -hmm. maintain a youthful look a natural look mm -hmm. and to actually just be happy and enjoy the look okay yeah. okay is it very painful to go on undergo plastic surgery now, so some of these enhancements are very small surgeries mm -hmm. Tiny surgeries involving, like, say, for example, the eyelids, mm -hmm. they don't hurt very much. In fact, most patients who go for it might take a painkiller for just a day. Oh. And the next day, they are off the painkillers because it doesn't hurt. It just feels a bit swollen. Okay. They use, use a bit of an ice pack. Mm -hmm. They will take some uh, anti-inflammatory medication to reduce swelling. Mm -hmm. But it's actually not that painful. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So other than, I mean, I believe you mentioned this, but other than breast surgery, what other kind of South Korean plastic surgery do you offer at your clinic? Okay, so apart from breast, lipocontouring, mm. fat grafting, eyelids, I actually also do facelifts, mm. quite a bit of facelifts. Mm -hmm. um, previously, patients used to do facelifts at the age of 60 and above. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, we've, I'm seeing younger patients in the really? early 50s and even the late 40s mm -hmm. coming in for a facelift. So instead of doing enhancement on a yearly basis, mm -hmm. they come in at a late 40 stage, they get a face and neck lift done, that's going to last them for eight to ten years before they would need something done. Wow, yeah. eight to ten years, that long. Yeah. I see. Does, yeah. I see. So for those interested, how how can they reach out to your clinic? Oh, okay. I'm actually located quite centrally in mm -hmm. the Somerset region. Mm -hmm. um, my clinic is called Shan's Clinic. It's quite easily um, Googled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So most patients actually see me uh, on, on the social media platform mm. and they actually just call in for an appointment. But we are very, very uh, centrally located at mm -hmm. Winsland House, okay. which is just opposite KPO. Yeah. I see. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Shins, for joining me today. Thank you for having me in. Thank you. I've been speaking to Dr. Shins, who's a plastic surgeon consultant at Shins Clinic, about the latest plastic surgery trends in South Korea. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been K Influencers on K Wave, right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.